Luke Hughes, my, you know, Luke, uh, yes. was texting. He's like, this North Korea shit's really freaking me out. And I was like, why, girl? He's like, because you know. Because they're going to bomb him. Because, because they're like, you know, if they really can get a nuke here, it's going to be the West Coast that gets it. And I was like, you're right. Why Chicago so great? Because like, yeah. inland from all the coasts. I think you would get touched by a New York nuke, though. I think you would. Like, I think that really? like. You yeah. think it would spread that far? I think you would yeah. get, I think you would get boob tumors. Yes, I do think that would happen. I think that. <laughs> I think Besides that, you. I think Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me, we have Lucy Wack. Hey, Tony Soto. You like that, girl? I'm directing. (laughs) Yeah. You're talking with your hands, girl. Talking with the hands. You're going to knock something over if you're not careful. I don't have any weed in it. So I'm like, uh, what do I do with it? Why that? not? Hey, why? What, yeah. what happened there? Well, because I was finishing a joint while we were trying to set up for this fucking catastrophe. Like, there, was a, <laughs> there was a long process of me waiting. So I just wolfed through a joint. We have Shea Coulee. Hey, girl. Welcome back, Shea Coulee. Good to see you. Good to be back. Uh, Rachel Sanders is here. Hello. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello light of my life uh maxwell esposito from encino california hi guys i'm calling you from my conference room at work it's beautiful here sunny encino i've missed whoa, you whoa 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 maxwell like gets paid to do the show now <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the like, seriously yeah but what i ain't paying her i ain't paying her she ain't getting nothing from well, me okay guys She's still getting paid fair. more than the rest of us That's to true. be fair i didn't eat my lunch. This is my lunch. So really, like, it doesn't really work that way. But yeah, so you should still be jealous. Still, I have a conference room. That's right. Well, welcome back to the show, Maxwell. You've been gone for a while as well. And we do have a special guest. We have a fabulous Chicago drag queen uh, that's going to be coming on later uh, named June. Uh, she's a hostess of... Uh, squad goals that is the fourth tuesday of every month at berlin in chicago so go check that show out but in the meantime her name is junage by the way oh jesus christ like that's fucking really good what was that <laughs> oh yeah zandra fairlong was amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait yeah. what was it again <laughs> what was it again just the middle name and the what, first what, what was it on. again what was it again june aja toi oh she fancy huh like menage a toi, get it? Oh no! You I didn't. Hear it. You didn't get that. Oh, now Jesus I hear it. Christ. No, because I don't like punny <laughs> names. Aren't something like I, I don't really have any interest in punny <laughs> names. Um, uh, like as that hit my brain. I don't hear it right away. I don't hear it right okay. away. I'm like, oh wait, what? Tony doesn't get jokes. <laughs> I don't get jokes. Don't I don't get June. Ajetois is going to be joining us uh, later. But before we get to that, I need to talk about something real quick. Do y'all hear about what's going on over at Hey Queen? Hey. So if anyone follows uh, other queer media besides this spectacular 45-minute romp that we do weekly, uh, Hey Queen is a production company that does uh, uh, talk shows and interviews and a whole bunch of stuff involving drag queens. They headed out, or they housed Dragula while it was there. It was on their YouTube page. Well, apparently, YouTube is uh, changing up their policies they're, and they're censoring the gays. They're sent. Well, th- yes, yes. They're censoring the gays, <laughs> but they're they're censoring in general. Like they're reaching out and censoring um, uh, people who produce content for their websites and not releasing their stuff for like weeks and weeks and weeks. So at this point, uh, Hey Queen is taking a break. Like they're not producing anymore until this is taken care of. So I just feel like as queer media, we should comment about this and say fuck you uh youtube 
Um, hashtag free hate queen TV. Yeah, hashtag free uh, right? hate queen. It's like an internet concentration <clears throat> camp. Yeah, they're, listen, they're they're trying to lock us. Out. Well, I don't know. It's that extreme. Concentration camps are so trendy. Listen, they're they, they are trending. They are it's trending. So skinny when you get out. Oh. So is Sean Spicer's anti-Semitic statements. Those are really. I mean, I don't know. They sound kind of fun to me. What, do they? What what is what about a concentration camp? Do you find fun, Maxwell? Please enlighten us. I mean, I don't know. Wouldn't it be kind of hot to be like in a sweaty field with like a bunch of men all day? Yeah, until you're murdered in a gas chamber. I guess that would be hot, Maxwell. Uh, we are in dark, dark times. We are in dark, dark times, and this world is falling apart. Not to make light of yeah, awful seriously. things yeah, that are happening. Yeah, all please over the let's world. not make light of Chechnya, uh, Lucy. Even though, even though I just did, I did, I did. I was the one that opened that can of worms, and now I'm closing it. Yeah, I was like, damn, girl, she just opened that right up. Um, well, but yeah, so there's a lot of, and but that all ties in because visibility is important. We must remain visible. We must stay loud. And honestly, I had a really, uh, I had an experience that I actually enjoyed. I was doing a thing called Drag Queen Story Hour, which uh, started in uh, New York and then went to San Francisco and now is here in LA. It's and, in Chicago also. Is it in Chicago? Okay. Um, <clears throat> and so the way it is set up is like you go into these learning facilities and you just fucking read books to kids. And uh, <laughs> I have to say, I felt like it was rewarding because... You figured out you could read. <laughs> I, you know what? You're right. I was like, you don't forget. You truly don't forget. <laughs> it's like riding a bike. So yeah. proud of you. I'm so proud of it's you. It's like each of the letters makes a sound, and together they make a word. Well, the notes that I received, the notes that I received from the kids were maybe I was overdoing it with the makeup. Which don't you just love kids say the damnedest things? Because I was like, well, and you know, I wanted to be like, yeah, that's the point, stupid. But <laughs> you can't what do you know about drag. <laughs> Don't you question my life choices, five year old. What, Maxwell? You didn't teach them enough. No, well, I guess not. Well, I, I didn't think that I, I was supposed to read fucking books. All right. Um, yeah, you're like, have you guys never seen a clown before? Yeah, hello. <laughs> Too much makeup. Did you get to choose your books, or did they like? Were they oh, like no, here's they, your? They list? chose them. Cho- chose them for me. One was called Ada Twist Scientist. It was a great like pro female pro scientist uh, story with a nice inquisitive little kid. There was a Frida Kahlo book that I read, and oh, then wow. a, and then a book about community. And um, I have to say, my best note from a parent was you talk to them like they're human. Uh, and not like their kids. And I was like, yes, because I fucking hate little kids <laughs> trying to be fucking adorable. You know what I mean? Like annoys me. Be a grown up. So uh, don't like the competition. But I finished uh, reading, and the, the sweetest thing happened was this little girl just opened up her arms and she just ran up and hugged me so tight. And I was like, I hate that I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. You were emotional. But I sure did feel she there. She got you. She Hi. got me. And there was also a cute girl with kitten heels on, and she was fierce. Oh. Uh, what are their ages, Tony? Yeah. Uh, they, they're like, uh, they were newborns to like six, seven. Okay, cute. Um, oh my yeah. God. At one point, I was getting a photo taken, and I was getting, you know, uh, charismatic with my hands, and I literally had a big old chunky bracelet in it banged on a baby head (laughs) (laughs) like the baby was like still sucking tit baby you know what i mean and i was like oh my in her mother's arms and i was like oh my god i'm so sorry i love this part of the story (laughs) i can't but listen, if you have kids and if you have a drag queen story hour somewhere near you, go and check it out. It is so much fucking fun. I can't wait to do it again. They are gonna, they're going to be a drag con too. So uh, if you're a drag con, check them out because they will be there. Uh, let's bring on our guest. We have uh, June Janawa. Oh my God. French threesome. God damn it. <laughs> How about you take that one? Junaja Chua there you go. is uh, yeah. is oh. joining us live from Chicago. Hello, June. Hi. Welcome to the show, Queen. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah, so good to have you. Well, look, I love to meet new people. And uh, <laughs> I, did you say that you don't? Get her out of here. <laughs> Get her out. She's done. Um, so tell us. Tell us a little bit about yourself, girl. How long have you been uh, cross-dressing for Jesus? 
Uh, I've been doing drag for about three years, um, but I've been the whore on Belmont Avenue for longer. Yes, girl, wear that crown. You wear that crown. It's like she snatched it from you when you moved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did I get that? Was that a crown I wore when I was there? Girl, it was your only crown. Oh, okay. I feel like it was more of a badge. <laughs> a pat on the back. Yeah. Like next to like a the pin. Coke badge and yeah. the yeah. yelling badge and the drinking badge. All right, all right. This isn't about me. This is about Juno Jatois. Uh, so <laughs> that's when you know Tony's not having it when he says, This isn't about me. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that maybe twice in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I, what did you say, Maxwell? That's funny. Oh, nothing important. <laughs> Great. You just keep over there in Encino, Queen. So, like you. So, June, how? So, you've been doing it for three uh, and a half years, and um, what got you into it? What inspired you to get into it? I don't know. Actually, I don't probably like top model. <laughs> I'm coming out to the clubs and. Someone encouraged me to come out. Was it? Out. Was it kind of like you're like? I just knew I would look good with makeup. Because uh, honestly, uh, like I, I, I think that now drag has gotten to a point now where you have to have inspirations, or like inspirational drag uh, icons. I felt I'd do it better than her. Yeah, some, some, <laughs> and people are like, "So why do you do drag?" And I was like, "Well, I thought that maybe I could make my face look good." You know. What I mean? <laughs> 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 I don't really know. I'm, that's a really good reason to get into drag. Yeah, absolutely. So, June, tell us about Squad Goals. <clears throat> Um, so I produce a show called Squad Goals. It's at Berlin Nightclub every fourth Tuesday. And um, we do like solos, duets, group numbers. I kind of wanted to do something where drag queens like of my generation can collaborate. Good for you. It's and really who, cute. And it's who? Like, yes, because Rachel's talked about it a few times. It's like just like fun. Like just friends <laughs> having fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like a, I mean, it's um, a I don't follow. Why are you having isn't it, isn't it refreshing, uh, Shay, to uh, see what a younger generation of queens look like when they were <laughs> friends? Remember when? <laughs> Remember uh, when? Uh, I mean, yeah, give no. it a year. But. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But, but it really is. No, it's it's really cute. And all the girls in Squad, Girl, squad Goals <clears throat> pardon, are all really sweet and really cute and talented. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you want to <laughs> do you want to give a shout out to your uh, cohorts? Yeah, um, I have seven other drag sisters that are the cast members of the show. Um, Logan Zass, Chrissy Feetface, Ophelia Bullets, Clairvoyant, Alex K, Blonde Benet, and on a budget. Oh, I love it. Cute. And now so you many of those queens are in the same cra crash landing season as I yeah, was. That's how yes. we kind of formed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, was, oh, nice. But as a result of Crash Landing, you all were like uh, tried out for it or competed in that competition? Yeah, I did season two. So that was mm -hmm. like over a year ago. Cycle two, girl. Kind of how I met Cycle some two. of them. And then I knew some of them from other places. And you know Maxwell from the gutter, right? Yes, Max is my baby. Yeah. I used to um, check June Age Trois back when she was just June's coat at Scarlet on Allstead. She oh, I like that so much better. <laughs> she would like back out and check her fur coat and her wig simultaneously at me. I would never charge her. I didn't even want her to tip me because I loved her so much. And she literally would just throw every dollar she had at me. Oh, I love that. She would that. like send oh. all of her awful drunk friends over to give me, take their coats. And I was like, sure, I'll throw them on the floor with June. <laughs> <laughs> that nasty ass floor at Scarlet. Well, we're I not actually always yeah. know that it's June in the club because she's the only person that hits me when she sees me. <laughs> Like you'll be standing like that doesn't even matter. I could literally be talking to Beyonce and every time June will just come up and just flap right in the shoulder. But so, it's out of hey, love. bitch. <laughs> like, best, damn it, June. The best for me was standing there in Berlin not in drag and watching June not in drag and like being like, Oh, that bitch. <laughs> and it took her forever to realize who I was. Uh, June's did. a great time. And you weren't like, Oh my god. So June, you weren't loved properly as that what I'm getting from here anyway. <laughs> I don't have parents, so I, I, I get it. There it is. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. We got to the root. See, who says the Tony Soto show doesn't help? We got right to it. We got to why she's broken. We got to right where she's broken. Uh, well, we're not here to talk about you, girl. We're, we're here. Not? No, you're going to join us so we oh. can talk about the RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah. correct? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming that you uh, watched that show, June. 
I do. Yeah, I'm passing. Whatever. Girls on it this season. If you can catch it, if you can catch it Friday night, then yes, you can see it. It's just a Milwaukee girl. Didn't she go home already? Oh yeah. Yeah, show's over. No, it's it's all it's all done. Anymore. It's just yeah. Kamora Black went home. I'm heartbroken. Oh, are you broken up about that? I'm. Oh yeah. Well, you know, well, before we start talking about the RuPaul wrap, the RuPaul wrap up, um, uh, I just want to say, are the ma- are the mini challenges dead? Like, what? <laughs> I want a mini challenge. Why am I not getting a mini challenge? Um, and that's just open to discussion. Uh, do you guys notice that there's been no mini challenges? I have noticed this. Yeah, yes. I have. Yes, like it. You do like it or you don't no, like I it? No, I don't. I like how awkward some of those challenges were. Me too. I love to see it. Like, they make them do the makeshift drag guys, real guys, quick. It's the 20 face uh, cross dressing uh, drag face. That 20 yeah. minute. Yeah, I, I missed the, <laughs> yeah, I missed the yeah, 20 yeah. minute drag. You guys, like, low key, I, I, I totally understand where you are coming from, but as a participant in this show, and I'm not going to say that there are none. I will not say that you guys will not be getting them, but all I'm saying is at this point, I was just like, I'm really glad I have not had to do a 15 minute face on TV (laughs) (laughs) because it's funny for y'all, but I know when those girls look back at it, they're like, (laughs) I want that so bad. I want mustaches and goatees (laughs) and thick eyebrows and and smeared lips with no lip liner. Give it to me. (laughs) I was always wondering why Willem had such bad five o'clock shadow and it's like, oh, because you're in drag for like 14 to 18 hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. And some people's facial hair just grows real fucking fast. Um, uh, You guys to do the challenge with the blower again. I want to see everybody's teeth. Yes, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Don't yeah, they, so they didn't have the usual like very first episode where everybody does like a photo shoot oh, and yeah. it's like, a really yeah. awkward, uncomfortable thing that's happening. Well, that you're having we all beautiful. know that they started wrong this season and they should I, be ashamed of themselves. But listen, we're gonna we're gonna I, dive I, deeper I, in, but we gotta take a break. <laughs> Hang in there, Shay. You get first word when we first word when we get back. But we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna dive a little deeper into Repulse Drag Race. All right, we are back. And when we left off, I think Shea Coulee wanted to say something. Do you still remember what that was, girl? No. There we go. <laughs> That's my girl. Uh, so this was episode three of RuPaul's Drag Race. And uh, we were talking about the death of the mini challenge and how Shea Coulee was uh, happy that she hadn't had to do that. Because we all want 20-minute drag. I never said, we. hey, you guys... I, I, we, we cannot, there is a whole season ahead of us of television. Does anyone feel like this has uh, been like a, a long ass season already though? We can look forward to, so like, just hang in there. I feel like this is the longest season after th- this is like the like Trump's administration has been the longest 80 days in the world. Like this has been the longest three episodes I think, three of, weeks, my, yeah. of my life. I know uh, it already has felt like it's been going on for uh, it's just the beginning. Yeah, I mean, I but but it is just the beginning. We're starting. To, so they went right into the uh, the main challenge, which was uh, God. Uh, <laughs> we were supposed to drag a princess, a modern adaptation of a fairy tale princess, and create a sassy sidekick character. So June, when you when you heard uh, when you heard what the maxi challenge was going to be, what was your initial thought? You know what? I have an unpopular opinion. I thought it was... You liked it? (laughs) (laughs) You thought it was going to be cute, but then did you think it was cute after you saw it? No, but I thought people were going to, like, really go out for their sidekick characters. Yeah. Really ham it up, but it wasn't wasn't that. I I was just like... I was just like... So... How many... Is, is is a sidekick a thing for fairy prince, pr- princesses? Like I, I'm, I'm I'm an old yeah. man now, so I don't really remember yeah. princesses. But they always I mean, ha- the well, Ariel from the Little fish. Mermaid had flounder. You know, uh, yeah. Jasmine had, had something. Belle had okay. chip. Okay. The teacup. There she kind of got gypped, but yeah. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. I guess yeah. seeing like Moana, like the joke in that movie is that her sidekick is actually like the worst thing ever. It's just like it's like this little chicken. The chicken. I love the chicken. And it's perfect because instead of it helping her, it's just like another responsibility that this girl has. And it's just like, damn it. The chicken's the best fucking thing. 
<laughs> yep. And a horse and a little Eddie Murphy dragon. She got a little greedy with her fucking sidekicks, huh? Yeah, she did. She got a lot of good ones. Um, so, okay. Well, I'm going to say that uh, I rolled my eyes until I got a headache. Um, <laughs> sitting okay. there, like, thinking what your little, like, sidekick would be. No, because uh, I, I never put that together. Honestly, I, I was like, I was like, what, yeah, that's all what, I was doing. I was like, what princesses have sidekicks? That's so stupid. Literally all. <laughs> <laughs> Is that even a, even a thing? Yeah. Uh, I want to say that I'm glad that you didn't like there though because like i'm like am i just a piece of shit for thinking this sucks so far but um no but i don't think it's out of your wheelhouse not to like yeah 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 yeah. excuse me (laughs) 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 so maxwell did you share june's opinion when it came to the princesses um i mean i never really care what those girls are doing on that show as long as they (laughs) bring it as long as they bring it. <laughs> and I didn't think they brought it. So I was just like, okay. Some of them did. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, no, I thought Shay did good. I'm not saying that because she's in the room. Who else yes, did you good? Are. I like Nino Benino, her. She was funny. Charlie Hyde, I liked hers. But like other girls, I was like, what is that? Well, I liked oh, Eureka a lot. I loved Peppermint's. Well, well Shay, did you? And, and I liked Trinity's. Peppermint's was good too. And Trinity's, the winners. Now, but Shay. I was, did, did, did you did you feel like inspired when you got that challenge? Like, what was your initial thought when you got that challenge? Um, I was actually, and here's the thing: where sometimes it, there's like this really interesting dynamic between you know the people, the producers that create the challenge, and the judges. You know, there's no like, it's not like they really kind of like talk about these things so how we think sometimes the judges are going to interpret something Uh is not how it gets interpreted so there's always this really interesting moment because you have a whole crew of people who are like understanding like okay well this is we've communicated about what's going on with this challenge but Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of like the same with an audience it's just like you're not behind the scenes so all you get is what's out on the runway you know so for us we thought you know, we're like, okay, this is about like the looks. This is about creating a fairy tale look. Right. And the sidekick is like really secondary. But like once you, you know, got out to the runway, <clears throat> and we talked about this in Untucked, it was like the people who had like the really like funny, like well thought of sidekicks that got the best response, you know, because these judges are just watching runway looks. So they also want to laugh and be entertained. Right. But some people were like thinking so heavily, like I just have to make sure that this like looks good. So, you know, that's kind of sometimes where I feel like there could be this really interesting shift in like the challenge and then how the challenge is perceived. Well, I was feeling really empowered in my ignorance towards the sidekicks (laughs) and princesses. uh, And I was like, this ruined the fucking thing. But I still stand by that. I think that the sidekicks are what ruined uh, the challenge. I would have loved to have seen, just glamour fairy princess like see you guys like actually have to uh invest time and construct a fucking fabulous princess outfit um instead we like uh, i think that sometimes i think sometimes that world of wonder and repulse drag race banks on the fact that drag queens are still funny and that's just (laughs) not the truth you know what i mean though girl like part of being a drag queen is that you need to be able to think on your feet and be funny i think that's it make you so and we're gonna make you like develop a whole entire character yeah do like a makeup for the character do a green screen performance of the character you know it was a lot (laughs) it was really really challenging yeah so it was interesting to see how did you uh, feel you did let's see if they know what an adjective how did i how did you feel you did you guys, thank you, World of Wonder, for the kind edit. You girl, you girl, she struggled. She struggled. Uh, I was missing a couple nails. Um, I did my makeup in about 35 minutes Dang. because I was literally sewing up until like the last minute if you notice like if you like watch it get real close you know when they're having this really deep conversation about the tragedy at pulse yeah i wasn't even a part of that conversation i'm literally in soft focus in the background running around like a chicken with its head cut off like crying (laughs) (laughs) crying to myself just like am i gonna make it oh my god so for me i'm like thank you you guys they got the the moments 
on the runway where I wasn't tripping on the dress, you know, so. Oh, when they um, said you were safe, girl, I saw it. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, June, so yeah. who are your standout queens at this point? Who did you, since you thought it was so cute and wonderful, uh, thought- who, are, who are your standout queens uh, currently? And uh, if it's Shay, if, it, if, if one of just- them, yeah, no, for, for the show at this point, like, okay. Okay, you know what? I well, obviously, I'm a big fan of Shay, but I was kind of sad that Kamara went home because she's my favorite type of like TV character. A dumb one? You like dumb people? Yes. I mean, (laughs) the perfect villain is someone who is like quite unaware of themselves. Totally. So she made those like laughables, those quotables, and like. Um, you know, you're not necessarily laughing with her. You're laughing at her. Yeah, I guess I don't. Because, like, you know what? I, I Tamora has come out on social media saying that she thinks that she's gotten the villain edit. And I was like, girl, yes. if you got a villain edit, you'd still be on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, even, even in Untucked, when she was having her, like, really, like, emotional moment with Farrah. I didn't buy it at all. Well, and it was like, you know, we're the only showgirls in Vegas. The rest of those queens suck. Like, it was she so said like, that the rest of the queens sucked. I was like, way to fucking alienate yourself know, at home. Yeah. Like, Ooh, how are your Vegas sisters going to feel? Yeah. <laughs> like, I saw that. And, I was like, and you didn't even like make the Vegas like showgirl vibe with the judges. Yeah. So yeah. She's, yeah. Just, like, she's never those, getting like, another hometown gig again. But that's what I mean. She's so unaware and that's so entertaining. Do. Pheromone struggled. <laughs> Pheromone struggled a lot this uh, a lot this episode um it it, it made perfect sense that she would be uh at the bottom but it's like i i i think it's like can we just stop giving airtime to the girls who don't sew because i just don't want to give them that power you know what i mean it's you're 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 fucking nine seasons in you know who didn't know how to sew and got to top three last year who Naomi Smalls. <laughs> oh. But they didn't have any <laughs> they didn't sewing say challenges. They didn't a goddamn word about it. They didn't have any sewing challenges, did they, that season? Yeah, they, they did. did. They did? Yeah. Yeah, and she won one of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 the scarecrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. The thing is, because, like, pheromone is, like, honest to a fault like when they're like hey like when you were doing your sidekick you were looking down like you were like reading a script and she's like i was <laughs> <laughs> no no that's what you're saying no, no the makeup was to look like they were eyes yeah like, exactly. <laughs> she's like you know i was and you're and that's like part of the like the innocence about farah that i think is like really adorable it's like you're like oh Bless you. I'm gonna go pray she's to so the RuPaul like, wax statue. <laughs> and she said that in full earnest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to. I just want to hurry up and whittle down these because all of these girls that have been safe. That's the competition we're waiting for, everybody. Like that's the competition that we're waiting for, and hopefully the fights and all that shit. God, my fingers are crossed. Um, if y'all keep up this like lovey dovey shit this whole season, I'm gonna have to just walk. I don't know. It's like where's there my was barely any fighting in the last couple years though. There wasn't. No, I feel yeah, like there hasn't been I thought any also with this untalked, there was a real feeling of sisterhood going there on. There truly was. Yeah, and like, and Shay Kule commanded help, like and stuff like that. Like Yeah, yeah and Shay Kule commanded her untucked. Like that was yes, Shay Kule's untucked. Yes. Um oh. you finally got a word in edgewise from Eureka, so that's good. Don't come for Eureka. I like her. <laughs> I don't care. I come for everyone's drag queen you like, apparently. Uh, you, you love annoying queens. <laughs> if you girls are safe. Case in point. <laughs> you. Hands raised. Uh, well, look, I will be... Okay, well, I will say this. Florida deserved it. She, she deserved did. it. Trinity it really well. Trinity she deserved had it. The drag queen shtick going on yeah. perfectly. I'm telling Her you. Stinky the starfish. So yeah. funny. Yeah. It's like we were quoting that for <laughs> oh my god. For her itch crying. <laughs> like just everything about like WTD. Yeah, she had all the she had she like just really nailed it. And you she know, did. and you know what? It's it, they they mentioned it <laughs> so I think it was fucking peppermint that mentioned. <laughs> She didn't untuck. She's like, uh, you didn't even. Uh, uh, you're a pageant queen. Or wait, is it your? Re- I don't know who said it, but it was like you're a pageant queen, but you don't care about being ugly. <laughs> and it's true. Like that's the one thing that's like endearing me to Trinity. Actually, yeah. is the oh, fact that she's a pageant. I don't to want like to her. either, but I'm starting to like her too because it's <laughs> like because you're because I'm I'm watching her and it's like oh my god okay so you are funny. 
uh, and you don't care about being the butt of the joke, which I think is lost in a lot of drag queens now because uh, we all take ourselves way too seriously. June, do you take yourself really seriously, June? Not at all. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, so uh, we had uh, Kimora Black and Pheromone in the bottom. And uh, And Aja. And oh. And Aja, right, of course. Thank you. I can't believe you didn't come for Aja yet. You know what? Can I I would like to talk about Aja real quick because um the 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 fact that the internet is blowing up about her problematic skin is so fucking bullshit and irrelevant to me and it pisses me off because that is something that people do not have control over. And it's like, look, when they brought up the facetune thing in the episode, I was definitely like well, that makes sense because it's true. Like she is a heavily tuned queen on the Which internet. Fucking drag queen is that's yeah. imagery. But but that's that's an actual professional image. That's what they do. You know. But that seems so shady when they were doing that and the then montage, they rolled all those yeah. clips of Aja in her photos. Well, Shea Coulee brought up a good point when she was when she was a talking head when she was like, "Look, a lot of these social media queens have the luxury of being able to fucking uh, correct themselves and." And then they go on a television show that's in high definition and the problematic skin is really noticeable but that is not well, the a- thing was i wasn't even making any comment about her skin the uh-huh. question that was posed was about makeup and makeup technique right because she was getting critiqued by judges for having very very heavy heavy makeup Dark eyes Nothing, yeah. you know what like on aja's skin was never brought up on the show so, so like so, and that's now, what pisses me the off. internet the internet once they started to see her uh-huh. in hd yeah. not just from instagram yeah they went in on Aja and so they created this narrative and this storyline about her skin that never existed on and the show we never bullshit it. It and was, it's yeah. bullshit so it before bullshit. you guys try and blame any of the girls mm-hmm. and say that like this is the shady like producers or whatever we only talked about her makeup because that was something that was brought up by the judges yeah because so, she was like she was like because she had mentioned the eyebrow thing she's like oh I want these eyebrows back and that's how it, so obviously it was a makeup thing and that's what that's what like pisses me off about this situation but it came down to her and Kimora and mm-hmm. bitch brought it like it. <laughs> I need a hero. <laughs> I love that song first and foremost, but only because uh, uh, Purple Haze from Chicago used to do it. I don't know if she's still a drag queen, but uh, she's she was a bigger girl, and she would pull hero sandwiches out of her dress and just chuck it at the audience. <laughs> so I love that song. That song is That song is. Where is she now? Her name was Purple Haze. Uh, she was fantastic, and it was just so funny seeing her sweaty ass just chucking fucking subways but anyway so it came down and and like Aja was so amazing and I was sitting here being like Aja you're giving 110 and really you only need 50 to beat this bitch so (laughs) so calm down (laughs) no I think she needed to give the 110 because it didn't really seem like they both knew the words completely yeah that seems to be something that's going on this season so far it's like everyone's shocked that they were in the bottom you know everyone's surprised like I don't need to I don't need to practice that I don't you want what's so interesting though i see i saw the girls you know and it's like they I, you see them practice when they have their like headphones in mm-hmm. and then i feel like literally then you're lip syncing for your life and it's like some girls can snap into it and you can tell that some girls are so fucking nervous yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. so fucking nervous that you're just like i just saw what she was doing backstage and like you could tell that like you know they're they're shaking in their shoes because it's just like these are your dreams that could potentially be. So who? So who are we living for? Who are we living for? Uh, present company excluded. Um, living for nobody. See, that's for Peppermint. <laughs> There's too many queens. I think so far. I just need everybody that I don't dislike to go home, so that the people that I think have potential can shine. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I think that you're. I. I. I <laughs> Like, I actually would have really liked this challenge if there were less girls. Because I feel like after, like, the third sidekick, I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, you guys have boring storylines. None of you 
are funny. And did you not get a time limit on the the length of those fucking sidekick speeches? I was like, this is not a presidential speech. What the? Or fuck? Are you talking about the length of Sasha's troll speech? Oh my! That was a pretty conceptual. <laughs> oh wait, I am living for Sasha. Yeah, wait, I wait. I take back what I said. I am living for Sasha. You know what? I'm living for Sasha because I follow her on social media now, and yeah. I know that she's a stellar she's queen. Brilliant. But she yeah. is fading. Oh, well, she's not. She's not even at the forefront yet. But that's what I'm saying. There's too many queens. Uh, all of these girls that are safe right now um, is where the competition is going to be. So we just got to hang out for it. I am excited about next week's uh, episode because it will be uh, uh, they're doing like a daytime talk show, which y'all know I love me some daytime talk show. <laughs> <laughs> I can't start the day without Kelly Ripa and Whoopi and Joy and all them. You know what I mean? I'm very, very intrigued. Um, well, OK, I think we've talked about this show, right? Who yeah. do we hate? Tomorrow's gone. I'm and I'm learning. I'm, and I'm learning to like Florida. Yeah. So I, at know, this we, point, and we talked about how like oh they'll keep Kamora around because like she's good TV and she's a piece of shit. Yeah, and they got rid of her. Like what are we gonna do now? Well, because she wasn't good TV. Now? Like I I don't I don't agree with June. I think that even she did dumb bad. You know what I mean? Like who who's like uh, what's a bloomer? Really, I cannot. I she can... was trying to be Gia Gunn. She yeah. really was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was fucking. Good. <laughs> I'm glad she's gone. <laughs> at this point, at this point now, it's clean slate, queens. All of you queens, it's a clean slate. I don't know who I like and who I don't like. So I'm ready to see. I think with the competition is going to start on episode four. So we'll see. But we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we have our listener questions of the week. Are you still sticking around with us, Maxwell? No, I'm leaving you guys. Oh, Maxwell has to go back to work. I so have to go back to work. Let's I say, came in now. Let's say I goodbye. Yeah. Let's Bye, say goodbye to Bye. you. Bye. Bye, Bye Maxwell. You can see me online or Venmo me at Maxwell Esposito, and I'll see you all at DragCon on the 29th and 30th. Love you all. Mean it. All right. Bye. And we will be Bye. right back. All right, we are back with the show. And uh, remember, guys, listeners, loved ones, mom? No, probably not. Uh, <laughs> we do these every week, our listener questions, every week. So if you would like to hear your question, comment, concern uh, about our show, about your life, whatever the fuck, please submit them to the Tony Soto Show at gmail.com, subject line, listener questions, and it could make the show. Uh, who is going to kick it off? Uh, that would be me. This first one comes from Anonymous. Anonymous says, Dear Tony, I love seeing all your posts of you, you in drag at your shows. You really are a Silver Lake icon. <laughs> okay, you <laughs> wrote this. You amazing. wrote yourself. Where did you get oh, them? Oh, this was Masi. Yeah, Masi could have just... Girl, you know you did them. Free shout outs. This literally reeks of Masi. That's Masi all are. You really are a Silver Lake icon. I really am. Okay, girl. Hey, that was... I'm sorry. That makes a press release that becomes bible i don't know uh <laughs> i'm throwing a party at uh on sunday april 30th and uh i told the guy making the poster to write the silver lake icon tony Soto. <laughs> 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 um, that does reek of mossy my good friend mossy thomason she's fantastic she did nails for shea coulee when she was on the tv Yes, she did. She didn't she, she made yeah, you, she's done nails for me, too. And yeah. She did girls. Feet Face, yeah. Yeah, she's big into Feet Face, and she's just amazing. You should check her out at uh, makeup on Instagram, and she can see all the shit that she does. She, bitch is textured. Like, she goes in. She's detailed. Uh, and uh, I she love She has her. a real job, too, right? Yeah, she works at a hospital or something. Jeez. I don't know. She's a married woman. You can't even handle, like, half a fake job. I know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, I know, girl. I know. <laughs> At this point, I'm, I mean, I'm fascinated that I make it every month and I do, but I'm not doing much. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I do know. I know exactly what you mean. I'm like, is that the dream? Is this the dream? <laughs> Constant fear of whether or not. Just the bare minimum. Just, <laughs> get by. <laughs> so just, so check just out. You don't have to do much. So if this was, up. if this was Mossy, then, you know, uh, you're, you should really do better at learn the words and precinct and stop messing up my songs. Uh, let's, let's move on. <laughs> She's going to hate that. Uh, let's move on. 
All right. This question's from Justin. I'm gay and I'm seeing a new guy for about two weeks now. I just found out that he is a Mormon and that he's closeted with his family. I'm an atheist and I'm very out. He says he's not devout and he isn't in constant contact with his family, so he doesn't feel like he needs to come out. Tony, you are an, you are an unapologetic atheist and I would like to get to get you and your cast advice on how to handle this. Those Mormons. You want to know what I think? <laughs> <laughs> Dump him! Dump him! Get rid, Get rid of, of him! It's only been two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it really only has been two weeks, but at the same time, because, like, my first thing, I was just like, dump him. Like, Girl, but, you don't want to get involved like, in that really, Mormon like, mess. With his family like that, like, why does it matter that he's out to his family because, because they're broken deep the thing girl. is with as, but no. as queer people it's just like we develop our own families so if he's that's not true. really seeking to have a relationship with them and that's not something that's really going to be part of your relationship in the future you know his family yeah. and then really Matt, you can you can probably still feel it out yeah but girl know? like and, and yeah i guess so like there's no there's no need to jump ship right now but mormons Mormons are one of those yeah. fucked up Mormon religions that break okay. you a little harder than they should be breaking you. So when I'm, when Mormon's you're big dicks, so I say get it. They you wear do. they wear two sets of underwear and they're stingy with that dick. So why <laughs> is that something that we're trying to flock to? I mean, they think the world started in Missouri. <laughs> I would run. Like, I would, you know what? Run, dump yeah. him. Like he yeah. still kind of is Mormon, or is he like not not really? in the religion and well he says he's not devout yeah. so i don't know what that means may that maybe so like a soft that, mormon is there such a thing uh, 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 you know he's because i don't even know how you know what we need to get these like fucking listeners ages yes um, give us your ages guys that would be great as it kind of like helps just like in a certain situation because he could be at a place where you know he's like really just slowly getting because That's even for true. people who are atheists like you cannot tell me like because some some atheists like grew up in the church and it's like you took a while where you just kind of pull yourself yeah, away from that mythology and like you know and come to that decision so you know you could be helping him along in his journey of like no longer like being a devout mormon so like you know you know you know so june would you fuck a mormon probably i'm into that kind of blasphemous <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you like to be that i would never date one girl. i mean you know like gay mormons have such that like weird religious guilt yes girl like look i ha- i kind of wince at catholics i don't really want to fuck with them <laughs> uh are you a religious person june no, I did grow up in a very Christian household, though I went to church every Sunday till I was like 14. And I know exactly what Shay's talking about. Because <laughs> yeah. To like be in that cult like mentality and then, you know, find your own free yeah. will and realize that I, I, I'm an atheist. So, yeah. But the journey is, you know. Yeah. It's not sudden. Yeah. You got to wean you yourself carry all off that, that religious drug, skill, girl. Like, oh my God, nobody in the sky is watching. Yeah, and you keep on being like, <laughs> yeah. are you up there? <laughs> and then, right, like, exactly. the day comes where you're just like, bitch. You ain't there. nobody watching me. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. All right. Well, good luck, Justin. Uh, I say dump him. It's weird. The thing is, it's just anyone who admits to believing in so invisible dumb. bullshit should just be dumped. I don't, I don't like it. Justin, if the sex is good, write it out for two more weeks. Yeah. Yeah, two more weeks. He's like, God's watching me. I just did something gay. <laughs> two more weeks of the Mormon dick, girl. I don't know. You'll be like, let's shower about it. <laughs> shower the guilt off. Oh my God. Let's well, but, okay. All right. Are you going to keep going? <laughs> I'll wash your back if you wash mine. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Here we go. Um, Father, Son, Holy Third. Ghost. Uh, who's got the last one? It's me. Oh. Um, Phil says with the commercialization of drag and drag queens, how do you feel about drag queens becoming role models? I think it's bullshit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's interesting. Shay Coulee, I would imagine that your social media has blown up more and you're being hit up by uh, children, I would imagine. Younger yes. generation. Uh, yes. Do you feel like you're a role model now? Um, I am realizing that. And so in this way, <clears throat> you realize the reason why you're their role model is because you're being your most authentic self. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's important for us to always like embrace these fans with kindness, but to adults who may have concerns about them seeking out role models that are drag queens, just know 
we ain't trying to raise your kids. Like, <laughs> if they gravitate towards us, that is their thing. And yeah. you should allow them to follow their bliss because you know what? They'll only resent you. See, that's what I'm thinking. Because, you know, a friend of the show, Meatball, who's been here a few times. We love her so much. Uh, she's a fucking filthy drag queen. Uh, and filthy, really, filthy and really, and really lacks talent. Um, <laughs> but uh, she's like, she's because of Dragula, she gets hit up and she's like, I am not a role model. And it's like, yeah. And I, and I think that, you know, I think there are people that become role models who don't want to be, <clears throat> but then they, then they embrace it. Or there are people who uh, get fame, but don't want the responsibilities of that. And I think that like drag, it's been commercialized so quickly. I mean, we're, we're clowns from the dark of bars. You know what I mean? Like we were mascots at dark gay bars, dressing up in the fanciest clothes making we can possibly jokes. get made, making dick jokes, uh, being vulgar. Um, <clears throat> and it, it's like, it's like now we're in the spotlight and I don't think that anyone should have to be forced into a role model situation. Like that just seems like, like what you said, Shay, it's like, if you don't agree with the fact that your kid is watching drag, it's like, that's on you and not on, cause. And also who gives a fuck because drag is fucking awesome. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I never really thought about it or like wanted to be a role model, but just like having some of these interactions that I've had with these kids mm -hmm. online, you're just like, Damn. You know, because I know what that has felt like. Right. The reason why they're a role model is because it's like there are these like experiences that are that they're clearly identifying and they see that how you've like risen up yeah. out of, you know, being gay and black and bullied. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're like, okay, if that person can do it, like hopefully that that means that there's hope for me. Lucy is and dusty you know, balls. Hope is inspiring. Lucy is dusty balls a role model. Um, you know, not for the younger generations of, uh, you know, society, but he actually, um, once I started getting called a drag dad, I realized that he is kind of a role model for other drag kings who are wanting to start out. And like, I've been approached by a lot of people who are like, Hey, how do you do this? Or how do you do that? And like, what do you do? You know? And like, what do you think of this idea? And like, it's kind of like, a, Oh my God, these people think I know things. Drags, <laughs> drag okay. sons are so interesting to me. The idea of a drag son is so, interesting. I don't know why. Yes. yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause I, balls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty balls is my dad. Dusty balls is my dad. Um, uh, drag. <laughs> well, uh, Junajatwa. Yes. Did you have fun Nailed today it. on this show? Sorry, I didn't hear that. Did you, <laughs> I said, Sorry. <laughs> I said, did you have fun on this show? Of course I did. It was good <laughs> having you here. My favorite people. Oh, fantastic. You don't even No, I'm terrible. I'm garbage. Yeah. The social media will tell you that. But, you know, whatever. I have my own show. They can suck my dick. Um, uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you on social media and say it right into that microphone because you sound like you're miles away. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot to tell her to oh, okay. eat the mic. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. You can find me on Instagram at Junajatwa, J-O-O-N-A-G-E. A-T-R-O-I-S. Uh, that's pretty much the only social media you can find me on. You can find me on Facebook, but I'm not a super active social media queen. You're going um, nowhere, girl. I know. <laughs> but if you want to catch me out, you can catch me next week on the 19th at Sidetrack. And um, the 25th for Squawkles. Nice. Um, I heard that uh, Chuck Hyde from Sidetrack passed away, which uh, I said it on, on like Facebook, my Facebook timeline. And we he, he, he had drag on too. He and I yeah. worked. Yeah, sorry, I'll be a drag on. He and I worked together when uh, uh, when I worked at Broadway in Chicago on a few things, and uh, he was amazing. He was a very nice guy. So it's just a shame that we lost him in Chicago, and uh, he'll be missed. Uh, Shay Kula, you're still on a TV show. Uh, yeah, you guys can catch me every Friday on VH1 for RuPaul's Drag Race Season 9. Um, this Thursday, I will be in Santa Barbara at uh, UC Santa Barbara and then in Gainesville on Friday. And then next week, Wednesday, I'm at Roscoe's with Alyssa and Alexis Michelle. And then Friday, I will be in LA uh, with the Boulay Brothers for Queen Kong at Precinct. So, And guess who uh, has the day off? Guess who has yes, the day yes, off? Yes. Guess who has the day off? Me. It's good. 
me, me, me. I'm going to be shakily stage mom in the back, just being like, making her work her routine, being like, yes, girl. Baby I'm going to be like, security. <laughs> I don't security. know this man. No, girl. That bar is one of my home bars. I do home what I bar. want there, girl. Yeah. They'll be like, we accidentally gave Tony a security shirt. That's what's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so when people call security, he still gets to hang out. Yeah, I just show up. I'm like, yes, who needs me? Uh, Lucy Wack. Tony Soto. What do you got going on, girl? Uh, I don't have another performance until the Balls and Blunts show on 420. Balls and Blunts? Balls and Blunts, girl. It's a birthday show. So will there be actual blunts? Um. Hmm. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. You know I ain't going to say. I get it. You aren't in California. I get it. I get it. I forgot. Uh, Rachel Sanders. Um, I activated my Tinder today. <laughs> Did you do a lot of, lot of swiping can, left? Can yes, that please all left, be, actually. Can that please be Which like a video good? blog that we can put on our website as well that can live? What? I would, I would love to check in with you on your Tinder dates and just see how they're going, girl. <laughs> just like anyone is worth going on a date with. Yeah, that's. Well, what I are you doing it for? And it's bleak. It's very bleak. Straight dudes. Aren't Fucking rough. bleak. Have you thought about a profile on seeking arrangement? Actually, yes. I'm going to do that very soon. Which well, one's I think that? You'd be a lot happier. Are bad. That's I'm why you get an out of town one, girl. Yeah. What's a seeking arrangements? It's for, like looking for a sugar daddy. Yes, I'm very oh. into that idea. Oh my god! Very yeah. much so. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. Well, get, get my move job. to Texas paid for. Well, guys, good luck. Uh, <laughs> anyone out there on straight male Tinder in the uh, Illinois area? Because uh, <laughs> Rachel's coming for your dicks, and that's about it. So, so keep, am I. Keep, yeah, <laughs> me in June. <laughs> keep the talking to a minimum. Uh, wash your butt and uh, fuck her good doggy. That's what she's into. <laughs> that's like actually. The best advice to say, guys, Honestly, wash your yeah. butt. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> wash it. <laughs> That was literally what I was going to say about straight guys on Tinder. They all look like they have smelly butts. <laughs> so Don't yeah. talk and wash your butt. Like, oh, yes. oh my god! Yes. I was in a lift. I was in a lift the, uh, yesterday, and uh, the entire car smelled like uh, feet. And <laughs> and he, the whole time, as soon as I was in full geesh, and he was like. Uh, as soon as I got in, you know, the straight guys are like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm cool with this. I'm like, okay, great. He's like, yeah, I worked at the Abbey. I was like, okay, go, go, boy. And uh, <laughs> and he, and then um, as we were going along, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm sober. I'm a rapper. And I was like, you are everything I hate about douchey white motherfuckers. <laughs> and, and, and all the while smelling like socks. And then uh, I was like, so where are you from now that you're sober? Where are you from? Uh, where, where are your roots? And he's like, central Illinois. <laughs> Sure. And I just Typical. looked over at him and I was like, now I know why I've wanted to fuck you since Literally I've been in here. I've wanted to, I was like, there was something about you. I was like, I would fuck this guy because you had, because you had dirty central Illinois fucking douchebag. Uh, you don't lose it. You just keep going. Uh, you can catch me. <laughs> follow me on Instagram at the Tony Soto Show. Uh, follow me on Twitter, the uh, Tony D. Soto. Um, the Gay Power Half Hour every Thursday. Uh, we do it on Facebook Live on Wednesday if you want to tune in. Follow my Facebook if you want to see that. Um, I'm sure I'm missing something, but we've gone way over. So, guys, it was a pleasure. I love all of you. And until next week, bye. 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 bye.